reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Preston Super Show. And we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. You can play it on console, on computer. It's everywhere. And I just beat this sucker. Didn't even think I was, you know what I mean? Didn't know how long the game was. Didn't look. Didn't even know. Just kept going. Just kept going until it was, you know, the credits at the end. And then you still got actually something to do after the credits. You got that's you got the uh, the last boss fight before the real credits actually roll the ones that take like a half hour or whatever. But no, it was a great game, and we'll talk. We're gonna get that's what this whole podcast is gonna be about. I just want to get a couple things off my chest because you know when I pop in, it's the real deal, baby. You know when I show up, it's not like these other shows. They're scared to say certain things. They're worried about being canceled. They're gonna they're gonna have to do what they gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to be tiptoeing around or walking on eggshells, worried about offending so-and-so. Fuck them. Here's the deal. There's a lot of questionable shit going on right now in the in the country, but in the world. One big question I got is what the fuck's going on in Ukraine? Because right now we're all sitting around like big eyed, wide eyed and shit like, yeah, we know. Yeah, Biden fell off the bike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whatever what's going on over here you know what i'm saying shit because it's not looking too hot for ukraine and Zelensky. i mean the best the best the best thing he did was fire some evil people around him that's about the best he's been able to muster up so it's not looking good for you pray for those people because that country got shattered and then you got russia and america's still buying stuff out of russia we're still getting the oil from from russia which is so weird to me it's so weird you know we get 75 percent of our oil from canada what are we even bothering over there in russia for so i don't know they messed this all up man this whole thing got screwed up and we're just in the middle of it we're just in the crosshairs of it as americans and you know one thing is as an american i can tell you we have that I don't give a fuck attitude. You know what I'm saying? Until it kind of affects us and it's like, hold on. Who fucked up? You know what I mean? Like, who spilt this? You know what I'm saying? Who did this over here? That That's what I'm trying to get at today before we go into the review. But this has just been burning in my mind. And there's a few things burning in my mind. I got to get them out. The Another thing that I was talking to someone that's close to me about is how come... When I'm being funny, and it, you know, let's say it's just you, the viewer that's hearing this, and I'm, let's just say I'm talking to you and you're laughing. What I say is hilarious. You're ready to, you know, put me on a stand up comedy tour because of how I'm making you laugh and making you feel. All of a sudden, your friend comes in, all of a sudden, my joke's not funny no more. All of a sudden, you don't want to laugh at my jokes no, no more. What's up with that shit? You know what it is? America's got an ego problem. 
it's got i'm figuring this out as i wrote now i may have already known that you know i got my ego you know people in my family got egos you know what i mean i got friends i got huge massive egos they'll tell you they got an ego and then be mad when you call them out because their ego is showing you see what i'm saying like bro your ego is like way too big right now what are you doing anyone get mad you want the truth you want me to lie so you know what i mean i'm gonna be truthful with myself so i'm gonna be truthful with you and a lot of people will be like you know i don't call or check up on them or check in with them their ego's too fucking big what are you worried about if i'm calling or checking up with you for and i had someone on a comment somewhere say you know and i looked at it and i was like really you know what i mean like i didn't really recall i didn't really remember but now it made sense to what they were saying because i was talking about you know being genuine what is a genuine person i give you what you give me and i'm gonna tell you right now right now and i stand on this i have been good to my friends i have been my family's been good to my friends my grandmother when we were growing up if you were my friend my grandma would have took you where we were going you would have a new pair of pants a new shirt food in your stomach and you would have took a great trip so no no one can ever tell me about being genuine like i'm not or you got to give it to get it was this one person's comment i know this person commenting this athlete foot smelling this big uh muscle head egg head air head i know you are not talking we couldn't even i this one dude man we couldn't even get up in the car with him because he's an athlete's foot so bad yes and he's one run around say this and that it, it, it's just the, the point it's just the point of the matter you know so many times i'm running into that with people like okay hold on i know you're not the same person now yeah at least for cleared up and you know what i mean but don't you just hop around from person to person you know woman to woman don't you just do that because that's what you've seen so you accept that as normal you think that's okay because you've seen your mom run through this dude and that dude and now you're over here but you're a man and you see this woman this woman now you're running through the so and so and so and so so you're just following in the footsteps so when people hear like you know they're trying to fill somebody else's shoes don't ever feel like that because what you're going to do is fall in to the path that they fell into and that path isn't always beautiful that path isn't always glorious that path a lot of times is worse than the path you're just going to go on and lead yourself so you know and one of my friends told me that one day he he said that and it, it, it like was like a, a church bell ringing in my ears i don't feel like i have to fill anybody else's shoes you know what i'm saying and i know his situation way different than my situation but one thing was true one thing was certain we were seeing a lot of the same things we're seeing a lot of the same things and when you see things a certain way and then someone else comes along and they say they see these things a certain way like you do that's faith that's faith that's faith talk that's not real talk that's not straight talk that's faith talk that doesn't come around often folks that doesn't come around every day you're gonna have a lot of people come in your life a lot they said the average person can remember 150 people if you met 150 people in a day you could remember up to about 150 
You know what I'm saying? So if you met 150 people, they're saying in a day, you met over 150 people, you remember 150 of the people. So you could remember up to that many so that, I mean, cognitive ability is pretty strong. Now. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about that. I don't even have that many people on my Facebook because I'm be honest with you. I don't I just don't trust that many people. Too many people out here running around. They're looking for other people information. They're wanting to know what you're doing so they could turn around and use it against you. Or they think maybe you're not doing so well. So they need to see something so that way they can confirm that and see. I don't play all that. I just don't. And I just never, never have and never will. I never really gotten too much into it. But bringing it all full circle. And you're seeing what's happening with kind of like this blackout now of uh, Ukraine. We don't know what the hell's going on. All last thing you know, shit was getting blown to smithereens. And we're sitting over here, you know, worried about placing a fucking bet, you know. And that's about as good as it's going to get. Then you got Canada came out today. They said their inflation is at 8.1%. I don't know where they come up with the number, but that's what they said. It says the highest since the 80s. And I said, shit, in the 80s, at least they had a plan. You know, at least they had a situation that was worth working out of. What you have today, the biggest problem you have today is the companies don't give a shit about the worker. Why don't they give a shit? Well, because they're not in a position to care. If you know, back in my grandpa's day and, and, and even in my parents' day, you went to work. You didn't worry about what the executive made. You didn't worry about what the CEO made. You know they were rich. You know they were loaded. Shit, if you, you were happy to ever meet one of them and shake their hand. Oh, I'm so glad to meet you. You know what I mean? That Those days are gone. That's what the old timers don't understand about the new school. The new school is this. We see what everybody's making. We see how you rip my grandparents and my parents off. We ain't getting done like that. It's time for change. That's the millennials. That's us, the millennials. We want change. We're going to make the change. You know how we make the change? What are you paying? $9 over here in this state. 7 something over here in this state. It's all fucked up. $12 is still ain't shit. Then they say, we're going to fight for 15 What the fuck is that? You can't buy licorice with that shit. So, no, you um, you think you're going to live on that. You're really confused because all of a sudden you make $15 an hour. Okay, great. Now you're getting 15 hours a week. Yeah, this was better off making that eight, nine bucks for the 40 hours plus overtime. You would have had a bigger check. And then see, the other thing about it, too, is they don't pay for you to be fucked up. So if you're in a company. And it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like a good paying job usually is a little bit harder than a job that doesn't pay shit. Usually. something It's getting fucked up now. But it used to be like if I went to work, it's a fucking hellacious place to work. Everybody in this bitch has got an illness or a knee fucked up or arm all twisted in a knot. <laughs> you would just be like, shit, my time is limited here. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even think about it because you're smarter than that. You know better than that. Someone in your family grabbed a hold of you and said, you're not a fucking. This is not what you're built to do with your whole life. Right. Someone cared about you. A lot of the people that do that shit. No one gave a fuck about them. No one cared about them. And if someone did, they were too broken, shattered to even pay attention to it. And it's sad. And it's it's pitiful. 
But what I'm saying is, don't worry about their situation. When you get up in there, do what you got to do and get it, get it until until it's gone, until it's gone, until that until that opportunity leaves. Just keep hitting that shit. Keep getting that shit until they tell you to go. Because I'm telling you right now, you got to hold on to what you can get right now. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve dollar don't really give a shit when the bills got to get paid. You see what I'm saying? But it matters the way we see the world. It matters the way we're seeing everything laid out. It's the Elon Musk effect. You see what I'm saying? We look at Elon Musk. We're okay. He built a nice little shiny electric car. You want to plug it in and drive it and go around a couple hundred miles and shit for what? I don't know, but you can go 300 miles in the bitch. We're going to go. You know what I mean? So that's what people are doing with these things now. And people see the social media, they flip it open. They see all this cool stuff, all this groovy shit, but these people aren't living real lives. These people are living fabrications, they're living stories, they're living out falsehoods and all different types of narratives to try to portray an image to get you to invest in them. See, it comes back to wanting money, comes back to the root of all evil, greed. They're giving you this, they're giving you that, but then they want you to pay for a class or they want you to pay for this. They want you to pay for that. They want you to pay their fucking bills. That's why they're there advertising and marketing that shit and they're trying to show you how to do it, but you can't know unless you pay. See, that's the problem. That's the issue we're getting to. And see, that's not going to change until people change the way they see these things and the way that you can't look at every single thing as a dollar sign because that's toxic. You have to look at things with a heart as things with a heart. And you have to look at things that are dollar signs as things as dollar signs, but not people. People are not dollar signs. And that's the, the switch you got to flip in your head that, that'll take you from being an entrepreneur to a successful entrepreneur. You want to know the trick? Treat people like, tr- like people. Treat them like people. Treat them like they want to be treated with decency, with dignity. Don't talk to them like animals. Talk to them the way they, they want to be talked to. Encourage other people. You see them people busting their ass for it. If you're a boss out there, you see them people working their fucking ass off for you. You better go thank them. You better bring in some cookies for their ass. You better make them feel wanted, welcome, because otherwise, shame on you. Because people are going to come, whether rain, sleet, snow, it don't matter, especially if they got kids, they're showing up because they need that money. And living on Uncle Sam ain't going to get you too far. You know, you maybe have some food, but when it comes to that money, boy, that, that, that shit coming up short. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Sam coming up a little short when it comes to that cash flow. So you need to go ahead and hook it up. You know what I'm saying? Make it work. What you got to do. You know, sometimes you're in a position, you know, when they say things are better left on set. Yeah, sometimes they are. Yeah. Fuck that. Don't don't fuck up a good situation because you're mad. You know what I'm saying? Let, you know, really think it through. Really work it through. I've been there. So I can tell you. Think it through. You'll be happy if you think it through. But it comes back to the original point, the message of today. And and, uh, kind of the Elon Musk effect. We're willing to look past everything. We don't give a shit how you treat your employees. You got the fucking the Tesla. You got this company. You got that company. You got no matter what you he gets rid of. Remember he's talking about I'm gonna get rid of a house now. They can't you know I'm gonna get rid of this car now. They can't say I got all this stuff. It's not about the stuff. It's about you. It's about who you are. It's about what we see you doing. It's about what we see you talking about. All of a sudden. You're this, you know, 
good person and you got a target on your back because you're only doing good, right? But yet we know you're doing all these sex parties with so-and-so over here and you was over there doing the what-what and popping out a what-what and we're just like, huh? And then everybody's, hey man, we're just going to look past that shit because he's Tesla. He's boring comp. He's whatever the hell else he's got going on. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to nowadays. That's what it comes down to nowadays. It's the Elon Musk effect. We're willing to look past fucking everything because you do this one thing we all like. Or we're willing to forego talking about certain things because we know it might upset you. And we really want your support, really want your help over here. We really think you're going to give a shit about us over here in this comment section. He don't give a shit about it. He don't need you to defend him. And I'm I'm not also I'm not attacking. I'm just speaking on facts. Like this is factual. People look people looking past what this anything people are doing now because of them being successful. So because they're successful, they can treat people any way they want. Hell no, that's not how it works. Yeah, I'm glad I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't be treated like that. I would be pushing back on that. You know what I'm saying? When you hear about workers wanting to unionize and stuff like that, man, they usually be because the management is shit. You know what I'm saying? So the managers are are usually doing a a dog shit job. So we all want to unionize. Now, that's usually not a good idea. Now, everybody's got their own opinion. So I'm going to speak mine because that's what you came here for. My opinion on the union is this. You're going to make more money out of a union than one. Unions take care of their people. Yeah. But they also are for the, the company. And when you get together in a union, instead of them having to seek out each individual and convincing each individual of their position and their assignment and what their expectation is, because they should set the expectation for you at any job that, you know, they need to set the expectation, not just come in and have fun. That's not an expectation. That's just that's a privilege. You see what I'm saying? So the expectation is you got to do 45 units in and out. That's an expectation. So when you come into a job, you don't know what's going on. You need to ask, hey, man, I need what's the expectation? Because I'm just standing around looking stupid. I got a broom in my hands. There's nothing to sweep. You know, I'm sweeping air, you know. So, you know, ask them to set the expectation. That's usually management thing. When it, when there's workers, they're all trying to unionize and all trying to get together and stuff. I've seen it. I've been there. I've been a part of it. That's, that's usually because the management is dog shit. And they're not getting on top of their responsibilities. And then there's another flip side to all this there's another flip side to all that is when the union's genuine like there's genuine people in it for sure for sure but the people running it usually aren't they're usually not and they're usually not for the worker they're usually for the upper echelon people and the union reps got to protect his ass so if there's a problem he'll jump he'll jump on it but they really can't do anything they really can't do much so then what happens is you get in a situation where you might get a raise here or get this situation over here, but because you're in the union, they're not coming to talk to you about it. No, they that's already handled in your contract, your union contract that you're paying dues for. So you don't really get a big say. It's not like all of a sudden we got all this power now. No, you're going to be doing the same job. You're going to be working the same shift. Everything is the same, except you feel a little more important. But really, you're just losing money because that money you could that you're paying dues with could just be in your pocket. So 
you know, you got to tell me, do you want spending money or not? Because if you do, then you don't really want a union. But, you know, can you make a lot of money? union? Yeah, plenty of people do it all day long, all day long. But guess what? That's because that's a situation they have to be in. That's not a situation they chose. When you get into a company, welding, pipe fitting, um, think of all the other trades out there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, hey, guys, we're all making good money. Let's get together and start us a union. No, that's not how it goes. The union's been there. That's just what they know. That's just what they do. It's just an old school thing. It's built in. It's grandfathered in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, it's not like nowadays where a union pops up. And it's kind of like at a Starbucks or something. You know, you're kind of hearing that come around. Well, have you ever been in Starbucks? You see what happens in Starbucks? A little bit different than a can factory, right? Like a little bit different. So, for instance, they're dealing with the public. We're in a factory. You don't deal with the... you Unless you're on the phone or in marketing or something like that. You don't deal with the public. So, you kind of have all that going on, too. Hope you enjoyed the opening monologue to the show. I know I went for a minute there, but you know what? All that needed to be said. That was burning inside my head. You know what I mean? It really was. And it just needed to be said. You know, a lot of these people, they're going to go around and do their interviews and say what they got to say. Look, I got one thing to say. Elon Musk, I challenge you to a Hearthstone duel. You said you like Hearthstone. You said you recommend a Hearthstone to somebody. I seen that. I seen that clip. I got Instagram. I see the clips. I challenge you to Hearthstone. Put your money where your mouth is and meet me in the Hearthstone arena. Bring your best wild deck because that's what I play. I play wild. I don't play standard. You know, if I had standards for tournament, you know, so this ain't a tournament. This is a one-on-one best of the best. I need your wild cards then. Because your best of the best is not in standard. Your best of the best is in wild. I'm going to bring my... I got two decks for you. We'll do this the real deal. I got two decks. I got the Paladin. And I got the Druid. And I call the Druid Shredder. And the Paladin, I call that the Paladin Resurge. Because it's a resurgency for that for that class in that game. So yeah, I, I, I'm ready to, to play some Hearthstone. Um, and I'm ready to, you know what I mean? Kind of beat a big name here. So let's go. Help me get that going, uh, audience. And let, let's get that set up. Me versus Elon Musk in a Hearthstone game. Will he do it? Probably not. But if he did, I'll, I'll school him. I'll take him to task. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. What we got today. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I've been wanting to talk about. Like, 16 chapters. I'm not going to do it how everybody else does it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you some things that are going to help you when you play this game. I'm going to help you out right here today, boy. You're going to come back to like that certain part of the video and be like, this is where he said do that thing. That's what this video is. All right. When you start this game, 
okay how do i how do i put this to the way you understand it so when you start this game you got the guardians of the galaxy now right off the bat this story focuses so much on peter quill and like his story and like everything to do with peter quill you feel me so that's cool and all and all that yeah rocket story isn't really it's it's more talked about Groot's story is more talked about than seen like you don't really see their background you just they talk about it and it's painful and everybody says no one has a good background that they came from um you get Drax you'll when we get towards the end of the video you hear a lot more about that and then you get Gamora who basically that's uh Thanos's daughter so there you go um so when you start this game off like right away I want you to know that if you haven't played this game and you look at it and you think like this is kind of a daunting task this is kind of a lot it's not it's not this is one of the easiest story games I've ever picked up and played as far as that goes like it's not easy when you you know what I mean get into it but it's as easy as far as the controls go like I stopped playing this game for a little bit and got focused on my book and got it done and when I came back to it it didn't take me no time to get boom right back in the swing of it so it could be a gamer thing but I'm just telling you if you play games that it's super easy to pick up you have the whole crew now there's two good parts to that a lot of games you just get one guy and you get a bunch of companions you meet up with and then that's your crew and that's just whatever you know what i mean there's plenty of games like that but this game each each crew member has the identity you'll unlock the outfits as you go for each character go I'll tell you right now you don't get really nothing for gamora until towards the end of the game so don't even count on it you're not missing nothing it's just not there but there are most of the components that you find in this game, like the hidden stuff for your weapons that you need. You're going to find that behind stuff, usually off to the side, more than behind, I should say. So off to the side, always be looking up and down because that's where you're going to find a lot of the hidden stuff. Now, there are certain actions in this game that kind of can alter the story, but there's only one result that I see after playing it all the way through. And we'll talk about that too. So with your, the main character, Peter Quill, who basically you're him the whole game. Like there's times where, you know what I mean? You're able to control other things in the story. But as far as the gameplay goes itself, you are Peter Quill, you're Star-Lord. So his story is great it unfolds and it unravels and i don't want to go into the story too much because you're going to be dealing with that a lot the first four chapters kind of fly by you know what i'm saying like you get through those first four chapters like nothing you know what i mean so we'll talk about the first boss with that being said but those first four chapters they do fly by now it's 16 chapters in total so the first four chapters go really really quick that's that's something to be happy about like them first four you're going to bang them out in no time and I didn't even, I wasn't even skipping like the commentary where you can skip the scene. I wasn't even skipping and still flew by. Now, here's where it gets tricky. You're going to be wondering who to build up first. 
And I didn't really find this out to the end of the game. And that's because I didn't look at any guides for this for anything. I didn't look up a guide one time for this game. Nothing. No guide. That's saying a lot. Because there's a lot of times. Heck, I'll, I'll look up just because it saved the time. It's faster. But no, this game, you are not going to be in that position. So credit to Square Onyx for designing the game that way. That, you know, you can figure out the puzzles yourself. So with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I really, really want you to pay attention to this. When you're building up the characters, okay, you're going to be using on Xbox left bumper. Then you pick what character to do the special, and then you pick their special. So it's actually three buttons. The character button, then picking the character, then the special that you want to pick. Because they're gonna you're going to be able to get four specials for them. Once they're like master special that like is super good super ripping and then you get the other three that are pretty good uh, with Gamora the top one Y button that's the one I like to use the most for her B is also good where she runs back and forth with the slash and then uh, X that'll be her main special that'll trigger and that's where she just goes complete berserk so that that's a good path let me tell you the best path Build up Rocket because his special is the best special. His bomb is the best explosive and you need that splash damage because a lot of times in the game you just get in the scenes where you're just fighting some guys and you can run past and shit, but sometimes you can't and you have to fight those guys. I don't run past stuff. Now, I'm going to sit there and fight those guys until I know that the game wants me to move forward. Because you'll have two times where that really is present. Where you have to fight. You know, where you have to go because fighting's not going to work. And then you have a, a time where you'll get into the mist deep in the game. We'll get to that. And there's something you need to know about that shit. That shit is going to... You'll be spending a lot of time on that if you don't... You'll you be looking up a guy. And, and luckily, I was able to figure it out by listening you listen to what the characters say on your team they guide you in what to do just with that so you know turn down the music a little bit turn the game up you know what i'm saying and listen to what your teammates are telling you here so rocket when you use his bomb after you upgrade a special and you start dropping that bomb on people in the middle of fights in the middle of boss fights too that saves you a lot of time, boy. Do that early. Like, go just get his stuff up. Then come to Gamora. Get her to, like, two, because it goes up to three, and then they unlock their special ability based on how you deal with them conversation-wise. Could come earlier or later. Depends on how your conversations go. So, with Gamora, that's a, you know what I mean? She's a tough cookie. So, with her, you're not going to probably get that last special for a long time. So, after you get Rocket to that third one, because that third one's really good. Go ahead and just build Gamora up. And then get Groot. And then do Drax last. And the reason I say that is because the one special you have for him. That that will suffice. That will suffice through the beginning of that game. man. Because once you got all your guy too. You know what I mean? Like do your guy. Get him sparingly. I did my guy like last to be honest. Because I'm. It's so. Peter Quill is kind of like. Superman with guns but just not as strong 
You see what I'm saying? So you kind of that's his that's what you're going to be experiencing in the video game. That's what he's like. So because you could do some badass combos with the hands and you can get all that going and you can get your special abilities. And one of them is like when you land a good punch or you land a good shot on somebody, you just go ahead, just go on and uh, go ahead, hit, you know what I mean? Then for the last move. And then, boom, you're going to drop all the health pack health packs for your team and stuff. And then for you, that's going to help. So you got to do that with Groot, too. He's got an ability that heals everybody. You're going to want that ability. Because when your guys go down, you got to run over to them and pick them up. Sometimes they get trapped because the enemies use these guns that kind of hold them in a spot. Now, that's going to mess you up on some levels. Because until you get the wind power from Peter Quill, you're not going to be able to pull them to you. So you got to remember on those levels where those guys are far away and you got the wind power, get them guys out of the way, pull them over to you and kick their ass. But now when it comes to just running up on people, freezing them, then using your electricity, that's the best way to go with all the the regular uh, NPCs, all the regular guys you got to fight, all the all the things you got to fight freeze and then electricity is good because you don't get plasma shot until basically the end of the game and it's only good for like they try to give you a bunch of fights to make up for but it's too late you're already on like chapter 14 when you you know what i mean when you're getting the plasma shot like so you know maybe maybe a little earlier but the point is it's late in the game so by that time you've already done so much that the plasma shots like whatever but boy that thing is nice for the boss fights um and I'll talk about that too. Groot is really strong. When you get his ability up, he'll hold a guy in place and every, and then you can hit Gamora special, then hit Drax a special, you know, say Rocket special. Use that when you got a bunch of guys clustered. Then drop the bomb and you're going to save yourself a ton of time. A ton of time. So, you know, like I said, you're going to get through those levels and you're going to feel pretty good. And then you're going to get uh, to a situation that kind of like everybody else. You need to know how to fight these bosses, man. And the first boss is is not that hard. Slake Beast. He's <clears throat> you fight two Slake Beasts. The first one, um, he's gonna fall. You're gonna get him right in the belly. You just gotta keep hitting him after you stagger him. Um so you just keep doing that until it's over and just, you know what I mean? Focus on him and then just kind of keep your space clear where you got to fight at. Then you got Dweller in the Darkness. Now, Dweller in the Darkness, that's what all he's got all them damn tentacles that are stretching out at you. Rah, man, you don't want to mess around with all that for too long. You don't want to be doing that for too long. That freeze power is really where, like, that freeze power is what you need right there. You got to be freezing them. You got to get them so that Dax can come and, and you know what I mean, uh, do do his attack and throw it back at the monster and then kind of finish him off. So you really need, you know, that to work out the way you want it because you'll be restarting that mission a lot. Now, luckily for me, I beat him on the first go. First go, I took down Dweller in the Darkness. So, I mean, it is what it is. You, you'll have your phone with it. Then, you don't really fight a boss for a while. Then you get to the Blood Brothers. Oh, it's a great boss fight. And I got a clip of it. 
and I put it up online and I got them glitched. And I'm not going to say like, this is how you beat them or nothing. I just said like, you know, go fix your game. You know what I'm saying? There's a glitch here. So, uh, Gamora jumps in here to help you because at first you look at kind of like you about to have to figure this shit out on your own because shit kind of falls apart for the team. But then, you know, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Galaxy's bigger than the Guardians. You got to, you know, you got to help them out. So the team comes together and shit. But they, when they get close to each other, when the Blood Brothers get close to each other, their armor activates and you can't hurt them motherfuckers. So you got to keep them separated. So, you know, the best way to do it is kind of get one to come at you and just work on him and then send your team to the other one and use their special so they stay there use them on that one and then that way you could work them down and get to the cutscene where it's over so after the blood brothers and you gotta hit them with a lot you gotta hit them with a lot of shit but you'll do it because if you made it that far you know what's going on by then so when you get to the inquisitor that's just a bunch of grabs, okay? Um, you can you can also take his arms away, which I did, and that does make it easier, but you kind of have to. It's like part of the plan. And staggering him is good with the electricity. Run that electricity up on him. Boom, 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 boom. He's folding. Then you come in, take the arm. Don't miss on the Y button or on PlayStation, the triangle button. Don't miss. You need to hit those, boy. When it says Y or triangle, you need to hit that button when they tell you to. So, um, don't miss, you know what I mean, on, on the Inquisitor. Because you'll take you a long time if you keep fucking up. Because a bunch of shit keeps spawning. Now, you got the Shadow Guardians. That's, like, super easy. Like, super easy. All you got to do is just uh, keep scanning with your visor. Find the pass for, the, for Rocket. And then he goes through the waterfall after you got to like hit him up like three times and then he'll go to the waterfall. You got to be like, hey, 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 you know what I mean? And then he'll go. So those guys are easy to beat. They'll just keep spawning if you don't do it. Like if you that's one of them fights that you got to get out of the fight. Like you got to kind of be like, all right, let my team do this, blow some stuff up. And then like, all right, we're going to we're going to get out of here. That's the only way to get through that. That's how the game is. wants you to do it. So. Then you got Glory as the other boss. You're going to meet him next. That is like a, yeah, it's like a three part affair. It's like a three part deal. You know what I mean? And uh, you got the purple lasers, the Milano boost. Um, and then you're, you know, you're in space. So, I mean, this is where the game really got good because now you're getting to experience like, okay, I've done everything on the ground. If you, we just kept being on the ground, it's like any other game. But because we went into space, because we're flying around and I'm able to shoot control this ship and hey, this is kind of fun. Okay, here we go. This game took another level. That's why I'm doing the review because this is a great game and you should definitely play it. Um, so, then you get to Thanos. But uh, remember, on Glory, it's easy, man. Like, just blow up all the targets and just keep moving your ship if you're getting taking too much damage. Use that stick and, and move to the left, move to the right. 
but stay on target. Don't turn yourself around. You turn yourself around, you're looking dumb. So you want to beat Thanos. It's so easy. Then you just like, as you keep killing them, more spawn. So basically all that's going to happen is eventually they'll get you. Eventually they'll get you. And then that's just like Drax having to move on. So then you get to Wendigo. Wendigo. You know, yeah, I mean, he just got all that armor. Um, so you got to work on, you know what I mean? The using the, the right, the plasma shot. Um, and when, when you break all the armor off of them, then you can finish them. You know what I'm saying? So get all the armor off of them, dodge all the stuff he's throwing at you. Cause he's going to throw a lot of shit at you. And then the most important thing is don't forget the armor on his head. You're going to be looking like, where's that last piece of armor? It's on his head. Then you got Fin Fang Foom. Now here's, I'm not going to lie, wasn't that hard. Wasn't that hard. This is not the hardest boss in the game. And it is a good boss. It makes you feel like a final boss, but it's not. It's far from it, actually. But you just got to keep. You just got to really, really keep blasting him with the plasma. Okay. And then when he throws that icicle. Drax and Groot can throw that back at him. He's going to shoot that icicle at you. Drax and Groot can throw that back at him. So when he turns red. That's when you need to send everybody at him. Like do everything when he turns red. Everybody special. Hit it. Hold left bumper. You know. A, A, B. You know. Everybody get their special going on that fool. And you're going to take him down. But it, you have to dodge a lot, a lot of shit. So, you know, it's one of those games where you get to control the other people, but you don't get to be the other people. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be smart about it. Don't don't leave your guys in a bad spot. So then you get to the hardest boss, like the top, top hardest boss in the game. This ain't even the last boss. And this is the hardest one. Let me tell you why. Because it's the Grand Unifier Raker. So after you get through <clears throat> some scenes where it's actually kind of kind of a bunch of stuff that you got to figure out. He's going to try to challenge you in the, in the Guardians. So then what you got to do is just keep moving, keep moving, keep shooting him. And then take down the other people that like the healers that come and heal the people. Take them down. But focus on Raker because the, the Grand Unifier Raker. You got to focus on him, on beating him because his health takes a while to go down and then it comes back up and then he goes down and it comes back up. So you're going to do that many, many times. And he does this thing where he darks out the whole screen. And I hate that. And the whole screen gets dark and you can't really see him. And all of a sudden, boom, he comes flying at you and then he's throwing, he's trying to hit you with something. And then all of a sudden he's shooting the electricity bars at you. You got to dodge them. So, you know, you got a lot to deal with because then you get, you know, your regular screen back and you go back to fight. But by then you're just ready to get it over with because you know how what the, what type of fight this is. So, yeah, with Grand Unifier Raker, go ahead, take your time on it because that's the hardest boss. Don't feel bad about that one. Don't don't rush it because he'll get you. Um, It took it took a lot for me not to die on that one. And then you get the last boss, man. You get Magus. 
and you got to kind of like do some dialogue um so you got to you know answer some questions and, and you got to kind of piss them off so once you do that and you fight them just um keep keep fighting keep fighting keep working through everything and then when it gets to the part where you got to hit the buttons to do everything right that's the last part that's that is the last part when you just got to hit a or y or whatever the button they're asking you to hit on the little last stone to throw at them do all that right it's over and then that's the game and you're done and it may it sounds easy but it's not that one took me a couple tries because you got to you know i think it took me two tries on that one because yeah you can mess up easily on that stone and then you might go through it again trying to rush it and now boom mess up again so no don't rush it that's the end of it that's the end of this video hit like comment subscribe all that good stuff all that good jazz i really hope you enjoyed today's podcast go check it out on all the other platforms it's everywhere baby it's a super show what it's a super show super show cannot be in just one spot that's not gonna cut it so yeah it's Preston super show baby we're in and we're out and uh it, it's a beautiful day it's supposed to be one of the hottest days of the year here in illinois on a uh, thursday july 21st 2022 and uh you know what go trump go america go us go we the people ladies and gentlemen just like the hands of time i'm turning it over to you don't forget to buy my book badge in the shadows link below My final review for this game, after playing it, paying attention intently to the scenes, and just taking it all in and having a good time with it, you know, even made some great clips out of it. Out of 10, out of 10, I'm going to give this game a 9. A 9, a solid 9 on the Preston meter. Very good, very good. Story compelling. The only downside is uh, some flashbacks in there that you get a little bit sick of. They they make sense because you're going to go through some kind of scenes that are like just nutty. So I guess that's the best way to put it. Be, um, be up to the challenge, though, when you do play this game. You know what I mean? Like it's it's going to have its moments where you really have to use your head. But I know you can do it. So a 9 out of 10, great score, and uh, overall I was impressed with this game. This is the best game that Square Onyx has ever made. They don't have any 10 out of 10 games. They, this is their best work. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy I've always been a fan of, quietly. And I never really even cared too much for the story. But boy, after this, you care about the story a lot. Yeah, it, it was eye-opening that way. And this is by far the the coolest group in Marvel, uh, besides the X Men. You can't really you can't really outdo the X Men. Um, you know, Justice League. You can throw the but that's not Marvel. That's DC. Even if who owns these rights or those rights, it doesn't matter. It, what we what we know is that Marvel's Marvel and DC's DC. Can the universes collide? Of course, but 
that's not the point. The point is, is that under Marvel's brand, this is some of their best work. Like, absolutely some of their best work. The game is stunning. The graphics are. It plays absolutely uh, incredible. It's arcade-ish, but it's up to date. And that's kind of where I'm stuck on the 9 at. Like, I can't give it a 10 out of 10 because of the arcade-ish feel. But I can't give it less than a 9 because of how good it was. And that's where I have to leave it at for you. The Hidden Gem is a great film that you'll love. It's You've probably seen it maybe more than once. Born to Raise Hell with Steven Seagal. And uh, listen to uh, the rest of my podcast for more tips and, and different things that I talk about like this. And, of course, The Hidden Gem because it all ties in.